Hello, this is Deacon Larry, and this is Renewed. Hello, I'm wearing blue today. Uh, because this is a time in which we're reflecting on the church and this, uh, as we enter into December, uh, the season of Mary. Uh, on December the 8th, we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. And on December the 12th, the wonderful feast of uh, the apparition of Mary as Our Lady of Guadalupe at Tepeyac in Mexico. Mary, Mary in the life of the church. You know, I grew up uh, in a time in the church when as a grade school child here at St. Teresa, we grew up very much uh, close to Marian devotion. Every Wednesday, the school would gather. We have the wonderful icon, which is now in our, our fellowship hall, the icon of the, uh, our mother, our lady of perpetual help, uh, an ancient traditional icon of the Orthodox and the, the uh, Eastern Church. Uh, but one that we embraced here at St. Teresa's as a, a way in which we were called to understand Mary's role in our life as somebody who was an advocate for us. And after the Second Vatican Council, one of the odd things that happened in the church was there was, seemed to be a lessening of a devotion to Mary. There was a, a movement away, sort of a subtlety of Mary. Perhaps before the Second Vatican Council, Mary became too big. And there was a question of the relationship of Mary and Christ. Who was more important in Catholicism? And perhaps for some, because of the frequent praying of the rosary, it was sensed that Mary was too big for her britches, as it were. So Mary, uh, very much as I've reflected in recent years, is more and more an important part of the church and uh, uh, as, a, as a mother, as the first real disciple of Christ, the one who, who advocated for him at the wedding feast of Canaan. Show us who you are. Uh, these people need your help. Uh, and nudging Jesus into the fullness of his public ministry. Reflecting on Mary, and this time of year we do so as we prepare for the Christmas season. Mary appears in our gospel readings. And it's important for us to think about the roles that Mary plays in the life of the church and what is an adequate understanding of Marian devotion to Mary. Uh, for some people who enter the church later in life, those who are, come from another uh, faith tradition or no faith tradition, it's hard to understand Mary. It's, it's almost a, the question that gets so, asked so often in uh, uh, RCIA is, uh, do Catholics adore Mary? Do they worship Mary? And of course our answer is no. But what we do realize is there is no saint closer than Mary to Jesus. In the Second Vatican Council, as the preparations were underway for the Second Vatican Council in 1961 and 1962, uh, there were a number of preparatory documents that were presented. And one was a document on Mary, and it was fully thought that the Second Vatican Council would have a, a document directed towards Mary. But the bishops in their wisdom and discernment, guided by the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, did write about Mary. But Mary appears in the eighth chapter of the great sacred constitution on the church, Lumen Gentium, which was promulgated in November, on November 21st of 1964. This great document on the church ends with the last chapter 
is about Mary and her role in the church. We at St. Teresa are privileged, one of our icons in the newly restored church, an icon that was added for us, is Mary under the title of Mary the Mother of the Church. Because we recognize the special role that Mary plays as a mother to all who are baptized, to all who are devoted to her son. Mary's first major title in the history of the church from the Council of Ephesus was that of Mary the Mother of God. Worshiping Jesus, understanding Mary are all so important to us. But in this season, it will take more time. So we'll come back next time with a second part on Mary.